0: Welcome back to the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I am one of the hosts of this here podcast, Andrew. And I'm Eric. See, si, senor. Uh, so, you had me listen to Glitterer. Very true. Uh, and we just landed on the idea of me listening to, like, a lot of it. Yeah, mo- because, all, uh, most
1: of it, all of it.
0: Well, everything except his full-length album, which I'm assuming is probably only still, like, five
1: minutes of content. It Um, is very short. I think it's, like, 20 minutes, but... um,
0: uh, That's a pretty... That's a
1: decently length album.
0: Yeah. That's, like, an EP for most people, so, like, having a 12-song. Right. But, uh, yeah. So... I'll just start off by saying I f- I feel incredibly misled. Um, <laughs> uh huh. It's a guy from Title Fight, so I was like, "Right." Ah, there is at least a brain in there that can write a hook. Mm-hmm. Eh? not a hook to be found on the album, any of them. Okay, anywhere. Uh huh. <laughs> it's all um. I feel like I would listen to this in the same capacity that I would listen to, like, um, like Chill Cow on YouTube, just, like, in passing.
1: What Chill Cow? Yeah,
0: you've never heard of Chill Cow?
1: No, I don't know Chill Cow. Oh, it's just, like,
0: low, like, lo-fi hip-hop beats. Oh, one of those. So, it's just, like, it's just, like, a, it's like an 808 drum beat through a telephone and some rain. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Is that the one with like the anime picture? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's that it's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's funny. But that's that's how like if I started listening to like glitter through that lens, uh-huh. I was like then I was like, oh, okay. Right. But I like I was getting no like musical satisfaction from listening to it.
1: Wow. Okay, so you it- listened to The Glitterer album and the Not Glitterer EP. Correct. Okay. So that is originally what I did say that I wanted you to listen to. And then um, a a little peek behind the curtain, one day last week you were like not too sure how you were feeling about it. And then I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to like make him listen to... I don't want to be like, oh, well, just keep listening to more of it now. But I was almost (laughs) like, you should listen to the, to looking through the shades, the, the like new full length, because not that it's crazy different, but it is, um, it is a little different. So, you know, the, the idea of Glitterer is it's like a bedroom solo project style, kind of like electronic, um, keyboard with a bass and vocals um but then on the new one on the newest album it's it's kind of the same bones of songs but there is some electric guitar there's some drums like acoustic drums mixed in and stuff and um then i was kind of like hmm if he didn't if he wasn't super into the eps i bet he'd like the full length a little bit more but but um either way yeah what what um yeah, what else you got for me?
0: I don't... Nothing really. Uh... Like... It's really hard for me to say anything about this album or That's these <laughs> albums without just being, like, uh-huh. ridiculously negative. And I, right. I understand that it could make <laughs> me seem like I'm... <laughs> like somebody who doesn't understand uh, mm-hmm. music in a deep capacity, and I'm fine with that because I'm not
1: sure uh that's that's a fair thing to say
0: like I guess if this if not liking glitter paints me as uh somebody with basic tastes I'm fine with that but also Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know ask me to ask me um what I think of Glitter and how I found them What do you think of Glitter And how did you find them So I really like Glitter Myself it's uh, similar to, to Our first episode the Angel Dust episode This is like the set, That that album and glitterer as a whole are kind of like What I've been listening to This year um, And I keep telling everybody About too I, like I said before I think When I was in Massachusetts this summer Uh, Like anytime I was in somebody's car I like put on um, The first single from the new Full length and like probably some of the other Songs Um, So I, I Really like it I think it's cool Because it's like a weird different thing I think what I really like in In a lot of different things whether it's Like music or TV or Movies or things I really like One one degree or notch away from like a normal thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I was thinking of like um last night I was listening to glitter and then I kind of had that thought and I like I was thinking specifically of like just like you know um like there's that bass that's a Schechter bass and it has like it's basically like a, a uh, Fender P bass but it has like a Pickguard that goes like up the side A little bit more or something hmm. No I'm having a really hard time picturing it Alright you know my SG that's like Basically a regular Gibson SG but it's Like a little different cause it's a Melody Maker SG Yep And like you know how I like um, That Angel Dust album and they're a Hardcore band but then that's like not really a hardcore Album yes That's kind of like the things I like I think It's just like a little weird, like kind of, you know what I mean? And it's like... Like a a little different from
0: what people would normally uh, call like regular. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which isn't... You like like things
1: that are slightly irregular. Yeah. I'm like quirky like that. So that makes me really interesting, (laughs) I think.
0: (laughs) Um... (laughs) would but, people uh, say things like that all i can imagine is like when that one time that zach told me he drank his coffee black and i was like <laughs> "Ooh, a character trait
1: Whoa. that's really crazy dude you're wacky um but yeah so um yeah i kind of like that it's like weird and like um yeah where else was i going with that edit edit out me asking where I was going with that. But um sure. Oh, I I can't <laughs> promise you how much I'll actually edit out. <laughs> um yeah. So, I really like that it's kind of like a little weird. I so I found out about glitter through there's this one um this kid on YouTube. You probably know him. Um Nate the Mate. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're
0: talking about. And he yeah. he always puts out things like why what was one of the ones that I like really? Oh, when he was like, how that one modern baseball record is like the best pop punk record of all time.
1: Right, yeah. So he does stuff like that. And, um, yeah, a while ago he did a video about Title Fight. He actually did another one a couple of weeks ago that I really liked too. But, um, there was a while ago he was like, where is Title Fight? And, um, at the end of it, he's kind of like, I understand that like they have like side projects and regular lives. like ned has glitterer and these other bands and then i was like huh glitterer and then i like looked it up and i was like expecting it to be like some hardcore side project or like another emo thing or another sort of title fight adjacent sounding thing but um then i found it and i was really like oh this is like totally different and uh and then i like listen to some interviews and stuff and it I think that like glitter coming out sort of coincided with title fight becoming less active, and um, I feel like it's really the kind of thing where it's like he wanted to to have like some creative output, and a band wasn't where he was finding that. So then this came about where it was like, all right, like I guess he had like um like a MIDI controller, which. I've seen in videos him playing... You know those, like, um, teenage engineering keyboards or whatever? They're, like, a little tiny white keyboard. And it has, like, a little oh, screen yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think, I think he plays one of those now, at least. I don't know if that's what he got originally. But he, like, got a MIDI controller and, like, Ableton. And then he was like, I'm just going to, like, mess around and see what I can make. And then he, like... Then he made Not Glitterer, the first EP. Um, or no. That's actually Glitter. after. He made Glitterer. Yeah. Uh, so that's funny. He went album, EP, album. But either way, they are basically both feel like EPs. They're so short. Um, yeah.
0: Both the album and the EP are incredibly short.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's another a little kooky, interesting thing that... In the first two releases, all of the songs are under two minutes.
0: And a good chunk of them are under a minute.
1: Yeah. There's like, and, there's uh, a few
0: songs that are like 50-something seconds long.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's kind of fun too. It's funny, yesterday I, I, I saw someone who also knows Glitter and then I was asking him if he, if he knew them. He'd seen them live, or him live, um, at uh, Sound and Fury. Um, you know that festival? It's in like Texas, I uh, think.
0: Nah, I don't know what that festival
1: is. Yeah, but anyway, it was like over the summer and then I was like, oh cool. And like I was expecting him to also be like, Yeah, I love it. Like that's so sick. Like it was really cool seeing him live. And then he was like, Yeah, it kinda sucked. <laughs> like <laughs> So the live show is just like Um It's Ned, the the, the guy, yep. glitterer himself. Um with like just a drum machine basically, and like uh, a borderline like karaoke style, but like it's funny God, like so funny. if you can picture like the intensity that Title Fight would would perform with, that's yep. him with just a mic and a and a drum machine, and it's really like that's incredible. <laughs>
0: because, <laughs> yeah, because he like is very intense live when they're playing with yeah. Title Fight. He's, like, really, like, beating the shit out of a bass and, like, throwing a microphone around.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And it's, like, then the crowd is really giving it back and everyone in the band is just super into it. But it's, like, just him. And then my friend was, like, he's, like, yeah, it was kind of, like, it was almost sad. Like, title fight's (laughs) over and now it's just, like, this is your thing, but, like, nobody in the crowd is, like, I think people in the crowd are enjoying being there, but it's not really the type of music that you're going to, like, throw down you know what I mean yeah so. you can't really like you can't really
0: like stage dive to an 808 drum beat and like him just right. whining, you know exactly but uh yeah I like in preparation for this podcast I looked up like I just started listening to title fight again Mm-hmm. and it made me like like that he did this even less um <laughs> Uh-huh. I watched, I watched like, a video of them playing, like, some hate-sick show. Yeah. And just going at it. Just, like... Yeah. He sang, like, maybe three times the entire set just because his mic was getting kicked around so much. Right. And he, he's just, like, punching the air the whole time. So I can only imagine if he's, like... <laughs> Just like kind of whining over A drum machine with the same Amount of passion
1: It's funny too like And and, you know like I'm saying I I pretty much stand by it I think like It's cool that it's different and stuff But it is kind of funny to me That um That like he doesn't Just perform like holding a bass Too you know what I mean like he is Playing bass on, on all the glitter Stuff that's like the It's like a synthesizer and or right. keyboard and a, a a bass, which is just a normal mm-hmm. instrument. So I figured that he would like play bass live too, but uh, yeah, he just sings. Supposedly,
0: sang. he does not.
1: Uh huh. There, I was listening to one to, to a podcast and uh, and he was talking about it, and he was like, I kind of forget exactly how he said it, but he was kind of like like punk rock and hardcore and like music like that, like originally people, you know as a kid you're you're attracted to it because it's like sort of scary and different and like wild and stuff and uh like this project for him i i almost think he might have said it two different ways where he's kind of like for him this is still it's like scary to get on stage and just be him and like also to like to the audience it's sort of like a a challenging the audience thing that that it's just him, like that it's not super comfortable to watch. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh, I can I can't imagine that. that's he must have said that and immediately been like, uh, "That's why some people are like really not into it." Yeah, he's like it's challenging for the listener. Uh-huh. Have it not be challenging? How's that sound? That's an interesting angle. I wonder if you thought of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It like it's fine. Like it, I think it's fine that he's doing what he wants to do. I think it sounds fine. It the production level is definitely what he wanted it to be because it could have mm-hmm. been way better if he wanted it to be way
1: better. I like he that you. The, s- yeah. I like that you say that because like I feel like that's totally the type of thing sometimes where people see. Like, like hear a hear a, a sound that a band does, or like sees a movie do a certain thing, and they're like, "That was stupid," or like, "That's like, like why did they how'd they mess that up?" And it's like, they didn't mess that up. Like that's a that's a decision. Like, and like, right? You know, they're going into it knowing not everybody's gonna like that, but it's definitely it definitely is like a conscious thing. Yeah. It was- um. <sighs> At just any time I listen to
0: Like anything and just heard like Some trancy synths and I know I keep saying whining But there is mm-hmm. really no Better explanation for how he sings On
1: any of these albums uh-huh. Besides
0: fully Whining
1: Do you um Do you get into lyrics? Hardly Yeah Usually I don't either um but I, I got so a couple weeks ago he put out um, a record. I think originally he, you know, like flexies, like the just the like thin plastic records that, um, like I feel like I, I think it's like a punk band thing that people just put out because it's like cheap and you can like, like put it yeah. in a in a magazine or something.
0: I think, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think originally the he had put out some material on on those. And then they sold out really fast But a couple weeks ago he put Glitterer and Not Glitterer out on On vinyl And uh, I was reading the lyrics on the back And um Ned Russin, the dude himself He um He, he did the, the go to college after being In a, in a famous band thing Where yeah. Uh, yeah he like moved to New York And went to Columbia Um for I, I don't really know what he went for But either way it's some, some like literature type thing Like he reads a lot And uh, I think it, the lyrics are definitely like um, They're like you know just like little poems I guess that's what all songs are But for whatever reason they seem like well written to me Yeah I think you just cracked the code Yep Yeah uh, music is poems with uh, guitars on it that's actually pretty cool Maybe I'll just write poems And then it's like I write music Yeah It's like a cheat code uh,
0: I just kept I kept trying to think of like good things to say uh-huh. While we were going through this And yeah. one thing that I can say That I definitely liked Was uh, The commitment to One drum machine yeah, it's that's the very true. Same drum samples for two mm-hmm. albums,
1: the exact same drum samples. Yeah, that's very true. I I like I like that that it's like very consistent, like that. It is, it is just like some
0: bit crushed like eight oh eight and just like do, tish, do, do, tish.
1: <laughs> like, like yeah, just the most simple, uh, just like backbone of, of like a demo but yeah it's like at this production level too It you could mix it up and like pick different drum sounds and, and stuff like that but then it's like well that might end up sounding like sloppy and like like not cohesive and stuff but um, yeah that is cool right. on yeah the, one thing on you can't discount
0: them on any of these like EPs or records is uh, cohesion yes <laughs> Like you could listen to glitter and not glitter back to back, and Mm -hmm. it would only first off be 15 minutes of your lifetime, but then you wouldn't even know that you listened to two separate things. You'd be like, "So that was a cool five-song EP." Right? Exactly. (laughs) A lot of a lot of the records you can't like. A lot of the songs even you can't even tell where they like start or stop.
1: Yeah, there are like weird little kind of like it'll stop. And then it'll do one more measure of the drums or synth Or like, yeah, they're kind of fade in and out of each other a little bit I, I enjoy that On the new album um, there, there is like, like I said earlier there, Or maybe I didn't actually But there is like guitar and actual drums um, That was interesting Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that His brother, who also played mm-hmm. drums in Title Fight His twin brother I think oh, that's he,
0: interesting! I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I think he is playing drums on the new album, and um, there is also some electric guitar. There's like a little solo. There's like just some some riffs here and there, and some just some distorted chords uh, ringing out too. And imagine um, just slowly, glitter turns back into title fight by accident. I know, right? It really feels like it, and because like. Yeah, I, th- I, I personally think that it started out as just, like, a little... All right, I I need a little project just to get myself through this summer creatively. Here it goes. And then there was another EP, like... All right, that was pretty cool. I'm going to do some more of those songs. And then it, right. like... I think that was... Let's see, I can look right on the back of my record here. So... Glitterer was... No, I don't know, one one thing was recorded early 2018, and something was recorded in summer 2017, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Title Fight was still playing shows in 2017, maybe even 2018 too, but then it's like, after that, it was kind of like, all right, well, it seems like Title Fight's not playing shows anymore. And not really active, not writing or anything. So now this is my band. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and yeah, I think that's that's what happened on the on the new album. Is that he was like, all right, let's let's toss some drums in here. Let's let's have some distorted guitars again and stuff. And um, and that's sort of the direction it's heading. But again, I thought that because there was guitar and drums on it, that he would start playing with the full band or that partial band, but they still didn't do that. So, who knows? Yeah, you know?
0: It's, I, I think he just is like trying to break away from the whole mold of being in a band, probably. Yeah, like, I think. Just so. like uh, I don't feel like I need to be like up on stage and like playing in a band all the time. I can just yeah be myself and. That's fine. And I guess, like, in that way, it is totally fine to just, like, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. Right. But, uh, I don't know. For me, it just, it, it, it just, it's just not for me, dog. It's just not working.
1: All right, Randy.
0: Um, on the other hand, I listened to Flora Green today. Oh, yeah? And I was like, so good. this is... I was like, "This is the shit, dude. This is the shit yeah. right here. It really and, is." Like, uh, "Secret Society, bro." Yeah, <laughs> come on. That song rips, bro. Yeah, it does. that. So like, I watched like a couple of videos of them playing it live too, because I was just getting stoked on the single, and I was like, uh-huh. "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, it's just—it's like really well written. Yeah those like, very it's like a very straightforward punk song and it just fucking kills it
1: I feel like that's like like the perfect example of like a band that because they've been together for so long too or were together uh, supposedly you know. they've been together since like two thousand three but that that's like they yeah. would, like
0: they would have been like children they would have been like ten or eleven
1: yeah but either way that's still like um uh, I think they have like releases from like 2007 Or like an EP or one song From 2007 or something like that right. And like but either way I feel like That's just such like a, a slow Roll into like a A great album Like into Floral Green Like that just like It wasn't too much too soon Like they never got like Too big or anything and they just Like just Were very talented and like Put out just a, a sick album. Yeah, it's that album
0: is really good. I didn't really listen to it like in detail or like, uh, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't like sit yeah. down and like really take in all like twelve or thirteen songs for exactly what they were for right. a long time. I like just new songs off of it and I listened to those, but. I listened to it probably like top to bottom Like a year or so ago And I was like ah this is really good actually Yeah it really is Cause I I I think I listened to it at the same time that I was like Into At the time they were Daylight But then they were Superhaven And like Hmm. Citizen and all of them Like all the run for cover bands That were like doing the The post grunge situation
1: right that's so funny like yeah that's i can really imagine that time for us like when we were going to like all about records a lot and stuff and like seeing bands like that play like local shows and stuff like just kind of that that movement coming on also incredible
0: how many of those bands fucking sucked Mm Hmm. incredible amount of the band like i can remember seeing like (laughs) Like six bands out of like the fucking 170 times that I was there Yeah Like like six bands stuck out to me I saw, not to like fully sidetrack But I saw Broadside there Before they blew huh. up That's funny Me and Phoebe And then I'm like Phoebe do you remember we saw Broadside And she was like no And I was like really Like I have the sticker on the back of my bass
1: Believe and me And like
0: That's funny I like I I sat with them outside of their van and like Cooked hot doggies Nice <laughs> It's a really interesting story that I have That like uh-huh. I hung out with a like third tier Level <laughs> pop punk band That like still really hasn't made it But is working uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Third tier level Late stage pop punk um, Third wave Way down the list
0: Really just Lawn at trying to be relevant but like yeah
1: there were um to to just to keep on on this sidetrack and then we'll pop back over to uh to to title fight territory we got time there, yeah there was um speaking of just other bands that we saw there i remember one band that i remember liking and i remember kind of like talking about them and being like this band seems like like they could get big like you know what i mean like there's, right. there's just like a certain energy Or volume I, Like I don't even know, like a tightness or There's some some quality that You know, you see a local show And it's one kind of thing And then you see, you know A real, not not a real show But just like, you know A, a, a show of touring bands That people actually have, you know Are coming out to see on purpose And there's like a difference yes. in the sound And I remember this band playing like that and then they uh, and then they uh, turned into a few different other bands too that I don't yeah, they, uh, follow at all. But got big. They turned in.
0: They turned into. I, I think I know what band you're talking about. And they turned into one specifically large band. Yes, that like got signed and like. But also is only like
1: stuff. only like the drummer of the original band. So it's right. It is a totally different thing. But they like had the same Facebook page and just like changed the name. Yeah, and I think. They uh somebody in the band caught some sexual
0: harassment charges.
1: Yeah. That'll do Anyways. It. <laughs> there were some good shows there too. We also saw um Nick Santino that one time. You remember that?
0: Yeah, we did. He didn't play any Rocket to the Moon, so. No, you know. it was
1: all that all that like solo country country kind of like stuff. Like country twang bullshit. Which is so funny. Like I think we talked about it a few episodes ago, but like like Rocket to the Moon did have that like country twang to them and like right. it took it took even after I heard his solo music and I was like weird he does like country music now and then I like a couple years later listened to Rocket to the Moon again and I was like oh this was like pop country basically like the whole time
0: yeah it like they really it was like pop rock that was bordering on country like yeah there were straight up like slide guitars and shit <laughs> Uh huh So like, funny Everybody should have seen it coming Uh Yeah I can't I remember I saw that band I think you were there too uh, Threads I don't even know if they still exist That's
1: who, When you said There was a few bands that stuck out to you That was one I was thinking of and I was like There's no way he's gonna remember that band Threads was fucking crazy Bro I bought the hoodie I still have it Oh really? That's sick, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't. Know I have what the CD like right band. behind me in my in my living room right now.
0: Oh, I had the CD in my car up in, until recently. I threw it away because it was fucking scratched to shit. Oh, that's funny. You should like burn those songs
1: and send them to me.
0: Okay. I I bet I they have a I bet they have a Bandcamp that's still
1: like active ish. Yeah, but it'll be fun if I if I burn a CD. That'll be cool. Maybe I'll even mail it. I'll just mail you yeah, a CD that you can't play anywhere. <laughs> I could like stick it in my laptop, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I actually have no way of playing a CD or burning a CD because uh, oh,
0: do you I have don't have one a of disc those.
1: Drive. One of those fancy discless drive.
0: Uh, fuck.
1: Yeah, you know, just just a laptop from the past uh, six years. Yeah, I have a 2010 Macintosh. That uh, that's the end of the disc drive right there. I
0: remember that. Actually, was, I, I bought I'm a, actually currently recording on a 2005 Macintosh with the. Uh, oh really? Yeah, with the clear. It's like the big PC that was in like in like uh, computer class as a kid. No way. Yeah, it's it gets really fucking hot in here. I have to keep the door closed, and it's just. That's funny.
1: Radiating heat, it's nuts. <laughs> that's hilarious. There was one other band, too, uh, that I remember from All About Records that I really liked, and they were called Class Picture from Maryland. Do you remember them? Ooh, were those the guys with all the lights? No, that was a different band, but I do remember that band. I forget what they were called. I think that was Midwestern Skies. I feel like I remember that being their name. Dude, I remember being so bummed when they played, because we we were like... uh, we were actually playing after them because since we since we were friends with All About Records, we just got to like headline for all these like bands that were better than us. But right. um they they brought like the sickest like light rig with like you know, like sk- basically scaffolding and everything inside of like a tiny room. It was actually a really cool setup that like I, I wish that like more bands like had that level to commitment of a live show production. But anyway, I was like oh this is gonna be so sick that like We can play with these lights now And then like they played their set And when they took like their amps off They also took down like their whole light rig And I was like oh Okay we just played under like Fluorescent lights still you, We ended up they let us use the light boxes Though oh that's cool I you guess I was so that? mad
0: you, I, you were like you were like jumping
1: on light boxes And shit so that sounds- I'd imagine you remember <laughs> I guess maybe it was too much fun. Then I blacked it out. Um,
0: what was I gonna say though? I was gonna try to segue back to glitter.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to, uh, I'll just toss this right back there. But um, that that time of music, like I think, yeah, when Floral Green came out, like 2012, 2013. Um, that was a really cool time for that. That scene, which I, I think eventually it th- at one point in this podcast we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna call the the whole vibe or scene or genre of bands who would play at Warp Tour. But either way, that was like a really cool Warped time. Tourcore. Yeah, Warp Warp Tour Core. I like that. But either way, yeah, that was a cool time of like Warp Tour Core coming away from like poppier sounds and like. And, and, like, feeling more kind of, like, raw and, uh, you know, cool.
0: Yeah, really. there was some band that we saw at All About, not to get super back on it, but um, they were, I forget their name, they were from New York, and they had just, like, so many orange cabs. Yeah. And... I think they had like two Ampeg 810s And it was just a wall of sound And they were like They were like some like hardcore band But they were like kind of thrashy And they just like kind of shot the shit with Russ all night About Uh uh, like Old school New York hardcore And I was like no way Mm -hmm. But I remember They like the singer played guitar For like the first half of the set And then Uh put it down And the other guitar player just, like, had an AB, had like, an ABY switch. Whoa. it just piped himself into the other two, like, he was playing through two full orange half stacks. That's sick, dude. And I was just like, holy shit, that's so much
1: fucking guitar. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: It was so sick.
1: I wish, um, that's one thing where, like, you know, obviously, we we were in bands and would have liked to play in bigger bands or, or have our band be bigger, or whatever. But it's like, aside from just the idea of, you know, being popular, that's one thing that I, like, am bummed that we didn't get to of just, like, having so much gear and just, like, just playing loud out of a bunch of amps and stuff.
0: I mean, we were pretty loud. I wouldn't really get back on it. But, up oh, here we go again. And back to reminiscing... <laughs> and do it every single episode gonna get so old so quick
1: this is the last time
0: it's not gonna be the last time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we, we spent we, we, <laughs> we spent like four years of our lives like thinking we were the greatest thing that fucking ever right. happened
1: <laughs> yeah we were kind of loud but it would have been cool to be louder obviously I, I guess I just wanted have- an ABY switch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe one day. Maybe I can... Oh, Jesus Christ, I dropped a thing. Uh, Maybe one of these days I could be like Dave and be in a band with just like three other old guys.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And just like play the same bar that feeds me really well. Uh-huh. And then just be completely content with that. Because he seems really content with that and that's very cool.
1: Yeah, it seem, it does seem like a pretty cool setup.
0: It's just like he's in a band and he plays drums and then plays at some tiki bar mm-hmm. and just they're just like we won't pay you but we'll feed you instead and then they're <laughs> just like cool. that's fine. <laughs> I can remember the, not to, oh my Getting back on it so many times But one time we got free food And I was so stoked
1: Yeah, I think I know the show you're talking about And that was uh, it one was of the better experiences
0: I We literally played to another band And got free food And it was so sick
1: That's so cool um, But yeah, glitter, glitter. What? what is what is there to say um you know the aesthetic is great uh-huh
0: the, uh, the vocals yeah. are mildly annoying the the music is passable
1: the music is music it is in
0: fact notes played in in order
1: you know what's one thing um, i i i I meant to say that uh I don't know if this holds any weight to you. It, it only holds weight to me um sort of tangentially. But uh it's at least one of the EPs and the new album are produced by Alex G. Do you know Alex G? I don't. Tyler Tyler really likes Alex G and uh he he tells me about him a lot, but I still haven't I haven't dove in. But um he he did produce this this glitter uh, stuff and he doesn't sound like glitterer. he's kind of more like emo kind of uh, like acoustic guitar type right. stuff I think I'm probably describing him a little bit incorrectly just because I haven't listened to much of his music but uh, yeah that's a that's a sort of a bonus selling point for, for some people I think or could be and it's sort of a, a mixed genre relationship where I don't associate Alex G with like title fight or those types of bands at all. That being said too, it's like whenever I if I listen to Glitterer because it just runs through his discography so fast, I'll end up getting to like The Glitterer Radio and that's always like Trapped Under Ice, Culture Abuse, like Title Fight. That must be crazy. Yeah, and like it's like it's cool that Spotify knows that's who like it is like spiritually related to glitter, even though glitter, doesn't really sound like any of that stuff. Yeah. It's always weird to be like, uh,
0: even I find this a lot when I listen to like under oath. If I mm-hmm. listen to under oath for too long, then it starts playing Norma Jean or like, uh, like trapped under ice or like underneath. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just bands that like vaguely sound like under oath, Cause nobody sounds like under oath. Under oath sounds like under oath. And that's it. yeah, um, but then every now and then it'll just start playing some like bad like 2016 <laughs> metalcore, and I'm like, shut it off. Just
1: this is not what I wanted. It's just like
0: I don't know what happened to metalcore in 2000 like. 17 to current where it's just like oh no this is industrial metalcore now everything's uh-huh. so industrial
1: and i'm like fucking quit it like with like industrial as in like banging pipes together before a breakdown or no because that was kind of cool when that happened like a glass <laughs> shattering thing i was yeah. totally
0: fine with like them being be like like ugh and then like A bell and then like some glass shattering Like like, that was fine What I mean is like every metalcore band Almost sounds like Marilyn Manson now
1: Okay And it's just irritating as shit You know what I sort of Like this is just the theory that I'm coming up with on the fly But I feel like there's something To like Music does a certain thing Which is new And then that catches on and then everybody's like not everybody but people who like that are like oh let's do that thing too and then eventually it's like oversaturated and then a really cool band maybe let's think of like a hundredth or whatever is like you know what let's uh switch this switch this up here we're just gonna play a very different sound now metalcore is over for us And uh, we're gonna do the new thing But then some bands keep going with Whatever the thing is And then it's like it's just tired And it's like Not doing the right thing anymore And it's like lame Yeah no I know what you mean
0: Oversaturation of metalcore Is
1: It's so quick to happen And I feel like even within Within the history of one band It can be like You know turnover rates are so so uh, so high with members and stuff that it's like even just within the band they're like over it it's what was I gonna say
0: fucking Counterparts Counterparts has put out the same album like seven times in a row uh-huh. for the last like eight years and I've yet to get sick of it yeah. and they haven't either so I mean they have because there's nobody original in the band anymore besides like, the vocalist. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's actually really funny now that we're talking about Counter-Barch real quick. I looked them up on Bands in Town because I wanted to go see him again. Because they're mm-hmm. coming with Stray and Varials, and it's going to be insane. Sick. But um, <laughs> it says members at the bottom, <laughs> and under members, it says, honestly, IDK anymore. And I was like... Eh. Jesus Christ dude <laughs> That's funny it's just, They're just such a revolving door Of members that nobody uh-huh. can keep track of Who's in the band That's hilarious Like their bass player like Is their bass player in the band or is he a touring bass player I have no fucking clue That's awesome But they've had like the same like one Asian dude That plays guitar who's like insane And then they mm-hmm. have the dude from Hundredth yeah. That plays guitar now and that dude's oh, cool. really good. And then they have, like, some kid from YouTube who did, like, a bunch of covers of, uh, Counterpart songs.
1: Funny how much, like, that drums thing. now.
0: <laughs> Just so sick. Anyways, we're coming up on some good time here. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna, going to give you an album to listen to now. And i'm still like having like at this very moment having a really tough time trying to decide yeah i did that last week i was like
1: it came down to like i started the sentence and i was like all right i gotta make a decision by the end of the sentence what i'm gonna have them listen to
0: yeah i so i guess i'll give you like a little bit of a choice but not telling you who the band is first sure um do you want who I would consider like the pioneers of technical metalcore before uh-huh. everybody oversaturated it to shit? Or do you want um, something new that I found very recently? Hmm. Or do you want an album that I believe is the antithesis of metalcore in 2010?
1: Those are some good ones. Um, let's let's try to think of what we've been doing. We've kind of... Uh, I guess we've kind of been all over the place, really, with nostalgic and new stuff. Um, yeah. I'll go with... Because I... Uh, I'm going to want to listen to all those things you said, but because I don't understand the statement that you're making fully, I'm going to go with the antithesis of Metalcore in 2010. All right. Well, that is the zombie EP by The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Bro.
0: <laughs> it's five songs long and it's 23 minutes long. Uh-huh. And it's... Uh, I think it's the best thing The Devil Wears Prada ever wrote. Really? A lot of people disagree with me. and Okay. is this, this was like... This was like them... Getting into sellout range. Mm-hmm. But, so it come it came out right after um, with Roots Above and Branches Below. So That's like probably... So, like, their second... Yeah. Like, you've definitely heard with Roots Above
1: and Branches Below. That's the one with, like, all of the fucking hits on it. Like the ones that you would watch on Comcast On Demand and stuff.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Dead Throne is right after that. Mm. Which is I
1: fucking I don't like it Yeah I feel like I can imagine The the time that came out And that not being huge for anybody So
0: The Zombie EP is exactly what it sounds like It's literally like A concept EP Of them Mm -hmm. writing about the end of the world Via zombies that's but fun if you, if you read into it lyrically a little bit more It's like definitely just about the government And that's a little lame But like if you don't read uh-huh. into it <laughs> uh-huh. If you don't read into it It's just about
1: a zombie apocalypse It's funny I I don't want to like just tear it uh, I guess I haven't listened to it at all So so it's, I'm not digging in too deep But I feel like if, if it were 2010 And I realized something Where like a metalcore band got political I'd really be like I have no interest in this anymore, like <laughs> to, like relax. And now I feel like that would that's sort of like a selling point for me where I'd be like, Oh nice, like that's pretty woke of them. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so on this album there is more than once a news broadcast, mm-hmm. uh a motorcycle starting, a shotgun going off, zombies and an alarm.
1: Okay. Very, very um what's it called
0: conceptual right i think it's it's either in escape or outnumbered there's like a breakdown to uh like to an alarm like to the tempo of an alarm Mm. and it's the heaviest shit of all
1: time nice anyways you know um (laughs) yesterday i listened to uh that new Kublai Khan album that you that you showed me like a track of a couple of weeks ago I listened to the whole or more of the album oh, I thought that was cool That's
0: crazy that Yeah well cuz I just heard the like one Kublai Khan song and I was like oh dude this is fucking so this yeah. rips like this it actually rip. rips and I think that's where your and I like your and my or yours and i's or whatever the However fuck However it goes <laughs> Where our taste in like metalcore Hardcore things kind of converge In a weird way Yeah, Like kublacon Like have you gotten into Knocked Loose? Uh a little bit But I do like them Alright well we'll call it We'll call this like a side thing because this is just Something you should listen to anyways Uh yeah Uh, Pain Again by Varials Okay But you're gonna listen to the zombie EP for next week Okay Uh So that's it. I guess we can wrap it up there.
1: All righty.